0: Good morning! On this bowl of Question Crunch, we have Brian Soria, the creator of the globally participated October Art Challenge, Halloween. We talk about the process of maintaining Halloween, our mutual love of horror movies with practical effects, and the spooky plans he has in store for next month. five years, uh, an October tradition of mine is to uh, participate in, well, I love art challenges. I love art challenges. Let me make the. I got to make that clear, is that I love art challenges. And every October for the past five years, I participate in one art challenge uh, throughout the month of October, and that's Halloween. I love Halloween. The prompts are fun. They are, they're vague, they're they're, uh, open for interpretation, and it's just a lot of fun to draw them and that's why i needed to bring my guest here uh, the creator of drawloween the fuel that it, so you write all the prompts right
1: that's that's correct yes sir um, <laughs> it's
0: it's it's fun. it's amazing to be able to talk to you about this just because it's been such a big part of my october just experience every you know there's going to haunted houses there's watching halloween movies there's eating pumpkin spice and then there's drawloween every day how are yeah. you doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Uh, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, we were saying just before we started that this is my first like podcast interview about Draw so thank you for reaching out. I'm super glad to be here.
0: So how did you come up with Draw
1: Oh, boy. So I used to have a group of friends. I had an art group uh, I called the Society of Malice. It was like a supervillain-themed uh, art group. And so the idea was you had a supervillain alias, and we would use art to take over the world. So every week, we would have different prompts at our meetings. Um, I'm a huge Halloween kid. I have been forever. I worked a decade in the haunted house industry. And so when October rolled around, naturally, it was like, OK, cool, Let's we're going to do Halloween-themed prompts. Um, I'm a huge fan of puns and wordplay um and then so i was putting together prompts based on that for my art groups um year after year and then one of my buddies posted it to uh i think it was like the cloak and daggers forum it's an art forum and drawloween kind of took off and next thing i knew somebody the next year said hey we saw the hashtag DrawLoween online and i looked i was like oh man lots of people are <laughs> are doing this so started putting my prompts out every year and uh here we are seven, eight years later, <laughs> something like that.
0: So when you say you worked at haunted houses, was it like legit um I hit it at my desk, which is a rule that I said not to? Um when you say haunted houses, does that mean like uh like legitimate haunted houses or uh your own house that you made a haunted house or a theme park type haunted houses? Uh
1: so I live in Austin, Texas, and we have a big name haunted house. I'm not gonna drop their name. <laughs> um, but it's consistently like a top 13 haunted house in the nation. So it's built with the attention to detail like Hogwarts at Universal Studios. Um, the idea is when we're taking photos of sets, we want it to be movie realistic. It was super immersive. So I started as an actor and then I started designing sets and props and costumes and you know, after a decade, every year it was, "Hey, Halloween's coming in June." You start building the the sets, and so I'm accustomed to getting into the the spirit, you know, as summer's starting to kick off. Um, and then after I stopped working at the haunted house, I got out of college. Um, I needed some sort of tradition uh, to keep going forward, and Halloween sort of fit that fit that niche.
0: Uh, I, I'm so glad that, I'm so glad that that happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it's been
1: getting... a, I'm Go glad has been a positive impact.
0: Oh, uh, it's, uh, I think it was last year that my friends had a, uh, drink and draw at Four Color Fantasies, which is the local comic book shop. Mm-hmm. And so I made sure that, uh, cause I think last year was the first year that I've had a lot of difficulty keeping up with the prompts. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why, just life got in the way, yeah. um, but I made sure to have the list with me and post as many as I possibly could that night. Yeah. So it's it's helped me out. Do, do you know about 24-Hour Comic Book Day?
1: I've, I've heard of it. I've seen it. I've anxiously thought about doing it, but I've never participated.
0: I've been doing that for over 10 years. Yeah. And the moment I'm done with my 24, because it goes from Saturday to Sunday, and the moment I'm done with my comic on that Sunday, I'm like, all right, cool. I should either go sleep or rest? Nope. I have to finish my prompt for
1: Halloween. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Um, and I know how you feel about getting ready for Halloween in June. Mm-hmm. Now, I have, I'm have i not a haunter. I, I don't go out of my way with a spooky uh, making any kind of like theme park actual mm-hmm. thing that you can walk to. But uh, I do participate in Midsummer Scream. And Midsummer Scream is a big Halloween convention in Long Beach. And uh, that one happens at the end of July, unfortunately, not in this climate. But nope. we had a virtual one, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, how long does it take you to plan the prompts? You say, do you plan them in June or?
1: Well, so I'll I'll keep like a running notepad where I'll think of an idea. And I'm like, haha, that's funny. So like, I must, in January or something, I wrote down, here's, here's, here's a preview prompt, right? Uh, seasoning of the Witch. I was like cooking, and I saw like Old Bay seasoning, and I was like, "Oh, seasoning the witch, cool." And so I'll write it down, and so I'll keep a little tally of stuff, and then it's kind of like a mad dash to try to fill out the rest. And I'll I'll come up with like 35 prompts and sort of uh, work them against each other. Sometimes there's redundancies. Sometimes I'll combine them. Um, So I'm trying to come up with like a goosebumps title or like you walking down a blockbuster those of you are old enough to remember like the name you'd see on a horror vhs spine um or like uh tales to uh scary stories to tell in the dark like a like a chapter title so it's you have no idea what's going on but it paints this picture and i want you to draw the picture painted in your mind um the weirder you can get the more you can break the the boundaries and play on words that's the stuff i love um I love seeing unique uh, interpretations on something that seems pretty obvious.
0: And I think that's my favorite part about your list is that sometimes, uh, sometimes the prompts on art challenges are a little too vague, where it's like the word is "slimy," mm-hmm. and a lot of times when I tell people that they should try out doing art prompts, they'll see the word "slimy" and they're like, "Well, what am I supposed to draw?" I'm like, "Well, yeah. whatever is slimy." They're yeah. Like, yeah, but there's a lot of slimy things. They're like, "Yeah, but." Draw whatever. Draw, yeah. Draw there's slimy.
1: no wrong slimy thing. I want to know your slimy thing. Yeah.
0: And so I like it that you have the book titles where it's like you get to be silly. Mm. Just run with it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: We've we've all read those little like we we. I mean, I hope. I, don't, I I I think that most of my friends have read a Goosebumps. So I'm hoping yeah. that uh, anyone can look at that and go from there. I think my yeah. younger friends might. Not be too familiar with
1: Goosebumps. <laughs> well, I mean, so, like, Tales from the Crypt also, there's, I'm sure oh, yeah. there's there's something akin to that in the generations around me that I'm not familiar with. Um,
0: when you say Tales from the Crypt, what episode comes to your mind when you first, when you say
1: it? So, when I was a kid, I don't, I I don't know why. I, I remember the intro would come on, and I'd watch it, and then I'd run away because I was scared. Sure. But there's an episode where there's a lumberjack and... Uh, I don't remember the plot of it, but at the end, That's he okay. ends up in a tree at a lumberjack contest and somebody's going down the rows, like cutting down trees and he's inside one. Um, so classic twist of fate, right? He was, he did something. I, he was, uh, unfaithful or didn't trust his wife or something. And then at the end it flipped around and he got the ax and the curb Keeper jumps up with his crazy pun and a laugh and mwah, brilliant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I actually watched an episode of uh, Tales from the Crypt like back in May mm-hmm. um, because I I vaguely remembered one where it was the uh, ventriloquist dummy.
1: So good! Oh, oh, Bobcat Goldthwaite.
0: Yeah, and Don Riggles.
1: Yep. Oh, that one's so good.
0: I did not remember like when I was when I was uh, when that when that episode aired. I did not know these people, mm-hmm. and so when I watched it again, I was like, How did I? I didn't know who these people were. They, they were not names that I've known. And then watching it as an adult, I saw it and I was like, oh, okay. I actually know these guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's one where Catherine O'Hara is like a lawyer and she gets pulled over in a small town court and she tries to use her big city lingo and she keeps getting into worse trouble. Um, and it's <laughs> sort of like uh, oh, like a perdition or a hell where it's just like it keeps getting worse and worse and worse as the trial keeps getting pushed, push, push, push. push and uh my buddy bought the dvds a few years ago so we sat down and just like binged him as we were working on on one of our projects
0: that sounds like a really good idea for a purchase for this
1: October. Yeah. yeah. Huh. <laughs> i
0: need some more crib keeper in my life
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> i love that laugh like uh uh just uh, what's the actor's name i'm gonna look it up right now john casel thank you very much that <laughs>
1: Yeah, man. He said the the animatronics on it that we watched that intro. Um, we got a couple side projects that are like working on, but haven't quite hit the surface on anything. But sure. we watched that Tales from the Crypt intro so many times, where it's a it's a miniature set and the lighting's just right and it hits the door and it transitions to like a full size set. And, uh, man, I, I miss tactical props (laughs) in movies and TV. It makes such a difference. (laughs) So I do this instead of a green screen a lot of the time.
0: Nice. No, I, I, I love, uh, cameras going through miniatures. There's something Mm -hmm. about it where you actually get to see that it it exists and you can tell that it exists because it has complete form.
1: (laughs) I, I think the title video on the drawing facebook right now i did that one year where i tried to do a little tales from the crypt intro and filmed in my living room uh, <laughs> one day i'll have a real set i'll be able to do it
0: i i look very forward to that <laughs> uh what has been one of your favorite prompts you came up with
1: oh boy i probably should have done some research <laughs> um
0: <laughs> well it, could, it, it doesn't you don't have to know the exact words of the prompt but it could have been something that really inspired you to draw something that you were really proud of
1: um, boy, I, though, I liked Scream Train a lot. It seems really obvious, mm-hmm. um, but I saw so many different interpretations of that last year. That's, I, I get joy out of seeing people break my prompt in an unexpected way. And it's like, oh man, that's really clever. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so i had a lot of real cool scream trains um let me process it a little more we'll that's get, okay you can think about it
0: i think one of them one of them that i remember because uh, I've, I've drawn a lot of draw the weed mm-hmm. drawings uh but the one that comes to mind was i think one was like an organ grinder or like there was a the, the, you know, the musical box thing. Mm-hmm. With the,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember
0: drawing that, and that was a lot of fun because I drew uh, – I actually looked at uh, the bad guy from Batman Returns, the, the, the guy with the monkey.
1: He yes.
0: Was, he inspired a lot of my creation when I was drawing that. I drew the monkey on his shoulder, and he was holding out his hat for money, and that was a lot of fun. I got really weird in caricature with that.
1: I love that. Yeah, that – oh, he's a character actor too. You said that, and I immediately pictured the dude.
0: I think that most of us who are into pop culture, especially like the creepy pop culture, we, we I might not know his name, but his yeah. face is like vividly in my head. I'm even going down a list. I have like an IMDb mm-hmm. going on in my head and finding exactly who he, like, everything he's been in. Yep. 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 Like <laughs> oh, yep. There he is. <laughs> uh,
1: um, uh, the Halloween wizard. Now that I'm looking back at it. Um, I feel like wizards are starting to get their due in Halloween stuff. Um, Because growing up, it was like witches and warlocks. And when I was a little kid, I was a wizard for Halloween one year. Um, I'm a big D&D nerd, and it's kind of neat to see wizards get in their place. Um, And I think one of my favorite pieces last year was somebody's take on the Halloween wizard. And I was just like, oh, I wanted to buy it from the artist, (laughs) but I don't think they were going to sell it.
0: Did you contact them? Because I think that I, most artists are like, all right, I like money. Come
1: I did. Um, I don't remember if they ever got back to me about oh, it. I've reached out to a couple artists. Ah, It is what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember that drawing. Because I, I, I did one where uh, his big hat was like the top of a pumpkin. And mm-hmm. like all the pumpkin guts were drooping down from the hats. Oh, so that was a lot
1: of fun. It. Love it. Uh,
0: what other sp- spooky projects have you or are you working on right now? Uh,
1: so... Uh I've got a podcast I work on with three friends. Uh 1031spky.com. Uh our pod we're the Necronomic Comedy Hour. The idea is we are four friends who got locked into a spooky dungeon basement and were forced to broadcast AM radio to the underworld. <laughs> um Season one has six episodes. We had two episodes in the can for season two, and then COVID hit. Um, sure. So we're actually, we just started picking up and recording season three remote, uh, episode three remotely, um, season two is a big leap. we make a huge plot twist in it. Um, but it's improv comedy, um, ads for spooky products. And then we'll tell stories about stuff that creeped us out. Uh, most of the episodes, one of my buddies will have written, a, creepy sp- creepypasta and they'll tell a scary story. So they're fun to binge, uh, especially getting into the mood for Halloween. And uh, we're working on getting those up on YouTube. Uh, so one Oh three, spkycom
0: I think that I, uh, I, I, I saw the Instagram for the podcast uh, for, for the show. And I looked at the most recent update and I was like, ah, I don't know if that's COVID or the, the project's over.
1: <laughs> yeah. We just, it's man, you know, life, everybody's kind of been in this whole mode and, So we just took a break from it, didn't want to rush uh, it.
0: This weird feeling of instability of like uh, not being able to plan anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, and just like making sure everybody's in a comfortable headspace to do stuff. You know, everybody's kind of feeling different strains and pressures from everything. And so it's not conducive to a lot of people's creative process. You know, so it's making sure everybody's right and ready to go. Uh, But I feel like we're getting there. I think everybody's cracked and we're ready to just do something. So we're starting to record again.
0: Now, I don't know. uh, You're in Texas right now, right?
1: Austin, Texas.
0: Um, I don't know how Texas is, but uh, Californians, uh, a lot of us don't seem to uh, be following the pandemic rules.
1: (laughs) Well, so Austin, I think our county, we're, we're a big blue county in a Bright red state. Um, mm-hmm. Austin has been doing fairly well itself. Um, you'll go outside of the city and you'll see people not wearing masks, but it's also a lot less people out. Um, so it's depressing, but it's it, it was feeling like most people were staying home anyway. Uh, so it just kind of where you go in Texas, it depends, yeah.
0: I, uh, I I just feel like uh, I, I think I saw someone, saw a whole group, a whole church in San Diego have a big party <laughs> that mm-hmm. no one was wearing a mask. And if they were, I think they had one available if anyone said anything, but it was just hanging off their ear or on their neck just in case. Uh, if authorities said, hey, wear that mask, they can bring yeah. it up. But for the most part, not wearing a mask at all. And I'm like, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I, when, when this thing hit, I knew. Like realistically, we're not getting a Halloween this year. Yeah. Um. Not not to take away from anything that's going on, right? But like, <laughs> I I know not to trust us to do the right thing, and like, sure. I knew they were like, oh, it'll be over in a month or two. I was like, no, this is this is gonna go on for a while because nobody wants to <laughs> wear a mask.
0: If uh people are believing that the Earth is flat, I refuse to believe that we can beat a pandemic that quickly. <laughs> <Earth. laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't it's frustrating.
0: Uh how is the so you're saying that we're not gonna get a Halloween, but we are gonna get a Halloween. It's well, just different.
1: It's we got Halloween on a Saturday, yeah on a full moon. Uh we can't do anything. <laughs> like we can't have a party. Did I did you is have the, plans for this Halloween? So I I've moved Austin's an expensive city and I don't make a ton of money, so I move yeah. a lot. And this year was the first year I got a place with a little bit of a backyard oh. and a little bit of a front yard. I was like, I'm going to decorate for trick-or-treaters and I'm going to have a Halloween party on Saturday. And like, ah, oh, it's going to, no, I'm not going to do any of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was actually, for uh, the past two years, I was debating what I was going to do for Halloween. And uh, the first idea was I was going to go to Anoka, Minnesota,
1: uh-huh. uh,
0: the Halloween capital of capital. the world. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, of course, you would know. I I'm yeah. like, I, I was like, right when I bring up Anoka, he's going to know exactly what I'm talking about.
1: The uh, longest uh, Halloween parade in the world, right? Like,
0: yeah, and this was going to be their one. This was going to be their 100th year. <laughs>
1: uh, I, but you know, I feel like a Halloween parade. Oh, I get. I mean, down people's streets, everybody stay at home, and then everybody in these cool car floats. I see footage from the Anaheim Halloween parade every year. Mm -hmm. um i see some amazing uh props and floats we don't have anything like that in texas (laughs) it's halloween's in the middle of football season so (laughs) no (laughs) uh, but i feel like a halloween parade would be a really cool idea you know everybody in their own cars and then driving up and down streets while everybody's in their house
0: uh we have a few halloween uh because like we're we're we're, you know most of the theme parks are closed well all Mm -hmm. of the theme parks are closed hopefully um, but there are some haunted, uh, there's, there's drive through things that are going on in California where there's like a stranger things drive through experience. And my friends were telling me about, it. they're like, oh man, this looks exciting. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to waste my gas. I don't, I'm not going <laughs> to.
1: Yeah. If you I... could like park your car in a conveyor belt, like the haunted mansion and just yeah. let me sit back and watch it. Cause I'm scared. I'm, somebody's going to hit it. A... <laughs> yeah, Somebody's going to, this. this...
0: This experience feels like traffic jam, a spooky traffic yeah. jam. And I'm not yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah. um, so I was thinking about going to Anoka, Minnesota, but then a lot of people who are in Minnesota who have been to this Halloween thing have not been the, like they, they've, they've been discouraging. They've, mm-hmm. they've told me like, ah, oh, don't go there. And I'm like, oh, ah, yeah. but, but it's, it's got so much history. I should go. Um, but then I found out about Halloween town in Oregon and I was like, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, my buddy lives up there, so I was planning on going there. But other friends have also told me that the uh, the hotel that they filmed, The Shining, has a big masquerade thing on Halloween. And I'm like, ah, oh, that also could have been an option. But yeah. all of that doesn't matter. Doesn't I'm going to be at home.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> yep. I'm actually going to be uh, doing a thing for Question Crunch where it's going to be like uh, 13 hours of Halloween posts
1: nice um
0: and it's just gonna be a bunch of different activities so if you're interested in uh posting any kind of video or anything uh feel free to let us know that'd be a lot of fun
1: i was sort of thinking i've got a twitch stream and i was sort of thinking of just hosting um public domain horror movies on halloween just 24 hours and then popping in and and whatever um because i feel like something's got to be done i just i don't i'm trying to do draw Halloween, and that's like three ideas down the road but the sure you know the timelines <laughs> right here i'm hoping um, that if
0: you do the uh public domain movie thing uh i i hope you're gonna have an elvira costume
1: that was, <laughs> <laughs> i i saw elvira uh, i was in california went to not scary farms and elvira was performing there yeah uh man that was fantastic uh, that was
0: a few years ago. She stopped doing her show oh, quite really? a while. Yeah. Oh wow. I mean, I think it was a few years ago. Now I'm looking back, I'm like, ah, oh, that suck if it was just last. No, it wasn't last year. It was, it was definitely not last year. It was prior to that. Because <sighs> uh, last year they canceled the hanging on us uh, abruptly too.
1: <laughs> canceled the what? Uh,
0: the hanging. The hanging was this a uh, pop culture show that they had where mm-hmm. uh, they picked like the worst per the, the worst offender of the year would would get hanged. And they had all these pop culture characters and people, and they would uh, just, you know, <laughs> murder them violently.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh,
0: there was one scene where uh, Trump and Putin were dancing uh, yeah. the uh, Beauty and the Beast song, and uh, Trump was in his – I think Trump was in his dress, or was it Putin? I think I think it was Trump in the dress and Putin shirtless, but it might be uh-huh. – it might have been Putin in the dress. I'm, I can't remember. It was a while ago. But uh, no – they did not give us any kind of heads up that they were canceling it. It
1: yeah. was
0: just we, we went there, we were at the show, and then at the very end they said, rest in peace, The Hanging, and they had the dates, and it was the show that's been going on since I think the 70s. Yeah. Huh. So that that's was
1: disappointing. An... Yeah. If, um, if you ever get a chance once this is all over to go to Salem. Yeah. Salem, New York, around Halloween time is incredible. Salem, uh, New York. Yeah, uh, okay. so we're Salem, Salem. I'm sorry, Salem, New York. Uh, I was mixing two different things. Uh, Sleepy Hollow's in New York. Oh, <laughs> well,
0: Massachusetts, right?
1: Yeah, so when I go I to... I would have a
0: hard time pronouncing that
1: state. <laughs> then the New England area, I've, so I'm from Texas. We don't have seasons. It's hot, and then it's not hot, but all the trees are dead. Uh, oh, so, California's,
0: uh, California's with you there.
1: <laughs> so I, I like to go... On well, my birthday trips to New England, and so I've done a Sleepy Hollow trip, and then I did a Salem, Massachusetts trip. I was just uh, getting those confused, but Salem, Massachusetts is great because the streets have Halloween vendors everywhere. There's a bunch of haunted houses. Uh, I went and saw the Sanderson Sister House exterior. There's like a, a Pioneer Village that they shot at, so you can go tour it and see where the Sanderson sisters were. Um, super cool. Uh, trip if you're ever looking for a spooky getaway Salem is is wonderful.
0: I went to I, I went to that. I, I went to that Salem I, I when you said Salem New York, I was like, oh man, I hope that there's another Salem. <laughs> the one Salem I went to um I think I was in my early twenties and it was not as spooky as I would like it to be. It was just like the big party in the like, the, the main town area. Uh-huh um i feel like i need to go there if there's if there's a spookier side of salem i need to i need to find that this was it, again
1: was it in october that you went it was halloween oh okay i it went was and it halloween. Was, yeah i went the first to second week of october and it was it was pretty decked out maybe i feel like halloween's grown a lot as i've gotten older oh um, that
0: that might be it that it's it might have gotten spookier because that was a yeah. while
1: ago i super um, super suggested it's great
0: I just remember that was the first time I ever had a, a pumpkin spice donut from uh, Dunkin' Donuts, and uh, that was funny just because uh, it, that my buddies told me that that was like the last time it it, it snowed on mm-hmm. on that Halloween weekend, and I'm not a big fan of weather because I'm yeah. you know I'm Californian, so snow freaks me out. And I remember my friend when it was snowing, he's like, oh, I'm gonna go get Dunkin' Donuts, and I was like, why? There's weather going on.
1: You're not supposed to walk out in the snow. Come Duncan. on. Duncan's a different thing up there. <laughs> do you have
0: chains on your shoes? Because that's the only way you're going to make it through that snow.
1: <laughs> they run on Duncan up there.
0: They really do. Just yeah. cause, uh, I think the first guest I had was uh, the pumpkin, uh, the, the Paranormal Pixie, which is a friend of mine, uh-huh. and she raves on Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I kind of want to try to get Dunkin' Donuts to sponsor her in any way because every time we're talking, I hear about Dunkin' this.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, just a heads up, they are not sponsored for this episode, no matter how yeah. many times I mentioned
1: Dunkin'. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: wh- how are your plans? So, so, you're, so, you're, so, pandemic has stuck you in home, and you're planning on doing movies. Um, if you do a Twitch stream, which would be fantastic, and I would love a link for it. I might even, uh, if you do that, I'll post a link if you don't mind. I'm on yeah. the Question Crunch Halloween yeah. era, just because I want everyone to know about any kind of Halloween things going on um which costume would you prefer to be in uh Elvira uh the Crypt Keeper or uh what's his name the dude from uh Twilight Zone uh Rod Sterling Rod Sterling or Sterling because there's one where it's like a time traveler has changed his name
1: (laughs) uh I mean I guess it depends on the vibe of the show I'm doing uh I don't know if I could pull off the Crypt Keeper costume. Uh Elvira seems pretty breezy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would I wear? I so I've one of my characters I had at the haunted house was a was a doctor clown named Dr. Charlie.
0: I don't like and, that already.
1: <laughs> I had uh, little needles of uh glow in the dark liquid and uh a bottle of pills, and I'd always I don't smoke sure. um but I would light a cigarette as a doctor, and I would have um, sweet tarts and a little medicine vial, and I'd give kids candy. Okay, <laughs> to, so you uh, a doctor, out. not a
0: dentist, right? Well, so doc,
1: yeah, Doc Charlie, yeah, he's not a dentist. He's a uh, okay. Thank God. <laughs>
0: I, I feel like you're compounding my my fears. It's, 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 it's a dentist clown, <laughs>
1: <laughs> doctor clown, he's Doctor Charlie. He got his uh, degree from uh, Internet University. Uh... Um, but I've always had this dream of having him as like a like a sleazy uh, like TV host in the 70s, like trying to milk people for money, uh, Dr. Charlie and his medical cures. And so that'd uh, be a lot of fun. Yeah, but I don't know the makeup and the lights. Uh, <laughs> we'll see I think, one day.
0: I, I think that if it's lights in your house, I think that that would really uh, work with the sleaziness of this character.
1: <laughs> uh he's pretty gross I'm a I'm a big fan of his uh
0: and I really don't want to encourage anyone to dress up like a clown but this sounds like a good idea
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have a clown called your
0: I'm definitely cholerophobic. uh I I because this is the first time we've ever spoken uh uh-huh. but no I I um was it I uh, think three years ago yeah three mm. years ago I was it three years or four I don't know it's Pandemic has made me lose track of time and inability to look back at the past and really be able to pick the number of how far it was. Um, But my friends at a charity where I had to go to the Clown Motel in uh, Nevada. Uh I think the scariest part about the Clown Motel, like the the lobby was terrifying because it was just clowns all over the place. Mm -hmm. But one of the scariest parts was going to uh, this small town, which was a was a Tonoka. I think it's Tanoka, mm-hmm. uh, Tonopah. That's it. Tonopah. Um, and there is like no diversity in this town. Yeah. <laughs> so I went in the bar and there's just like a sea of just, you know, white people. And it felt like, uh, being in a, <laughs> being any, in any sitcom in the nineties. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: What, what, what triggered your fear of clowns? Do you know, no idea. Is it just, It's just always been that way.
0: My, uh, Uh, it's weird because I thought it was a later in life kind of fear, but Mm -hmm. then my mom was like, uh, oh yeah, you've always been afraid of clowns. I was like, okay, good. Good. I'm glad I was consistent because I would be really upset if as an adult I decided I was afraid of clowns.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm curious how much if we could go back and look at the polling data, I'm curious how afraid people were of clowns before it, the miniseries, because I really feel like that's a lot of people's starting point on that phobia
0: i have no idea just because there's a photo of me at like one of my first birthdays getting makeup done like Uh my my face paint done by a clown and Uh. that the face i have is just a face like stricken in fear (laughs) i look at the photo i'm like why did my parents do this (laughs) because i don't look happy yeah um so you're pretty political with your artwork um, do you deliberately avoid politics when creating your lists?
1: For Halloween, I do. Um, uh-huh. So Halloweens about celebrating Halloween and spooky stuff. Um, I know there are a lot of younger artists who partake in it. So I try not to use profanity or anything like super, super violent. It's hard because it's Halloween, right? Um, and it's kind of a celebration of of weird, macabre stuff um but i yeah I, I i try to avoid it on that primarily personally yeah, i work on all sorts of political arts um, of course yeah yeah
0: yeah i feel like uh making drollwines sort of an escape from uh the everyday
1: <laughs> well i almost i was was not going to do it this year just because everything that's going on, I was going to either reuse an old list or just say, I was just going to repost it. There's so many different drawloween calendars out there um, that I was like, I'll just any tagged drawloween art that I think's interesting. I was going to retag just because everything that's going on with black lives matter and the pandemic and the election, and it's just so much going on. Um, and I wasn't sure if it was a thing I needed to do or should do. Um, but people were telling me, hey, folks want something to distract and pay attention to. So I'm going to do that. Um, there was a local shirt company that was running a special. So I bought 25 Jolloween t-shirts. I'm going to sell those and 100% of the proceeds are going to go to some Black Lives Matter related causes. Um, so I figured if I'm going to do this, I'm going to at least draw some attention and try to do some good out of it. Um. And so those links will go up. I got to get the shirts packaged and up on the website too. Um, so I don't know if that's, I don't consider that political because it's people's lives and that's, you know, that's important. So that's probably the closest I'd go to if you wanted to call that political, but.
0: Unfortunately, a lot of people would call that political. And well, cause like but... I, I've, I've noticed, I've noticed someone's like, Oh, politics. I was like, no, no, yeah. that those are." The human people. <laughs> yeah, if
1: it's if it's not politics, if it's dealing with somebody's everyday, you know, yeah. or or everything is politics in that sense. And uh, if they're saying that, they probably wouldn't buy a shirt to help somebody out. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, it's it's true. Uh, I did an art challenge. I created an art challenge in May and. Mm-hmm. Uh, people like it. People like being able to have actual order in their life where all they have to do is look at this prompt and follow the prompt where they don't have to do too much thinking. And the thinking that they do have to do is just creative. It's not, they don't have to worry about it because it's just a drawing. It's something silly that they can play around with.
1: Yeah. If I, if I can help people achieve that lost time, like as an artist that when you hit that zone and you're just focusing on that next line or, or the color. If I can help people achieve that and not think about everything that's going on and make it spooky at the same time, then perfect. You know, perfect. Not
0: <laughs> I am absolutely I'm so glad that you changed your mind about making another prop list because so much of my life has been canceled yeah. because of the pandemic. And if your if Halloween was not gonna have a new prop list, I would have lost my shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> like...
1: No, it's all good. I'm uh so my thing is every year I try to, this is not what you're supposed to do with branding but every year I try to change the branding up um <laughs> with a different I- influence just cuz like Aww. I don't want to be stale so like last year was like horror VHS covers uh year before was like like a Dracula vibe um so I was up late last night I'm still trying to get the logo for this year figured out um I've got a couple fonts and then the last thing I worked on was like a hand drawn font um sort of reminiscent of the scammy ads in the back of comic books like x-ray specs and grow your own monster um so i think that's the vibe i'm going for this this season but i've got mm, two days <laughs> to wrap it up because <laughs> i try to get it out september first so people have a month to sort of plan it and because there are other art challenges out there that are people's businesses and mm-hmm. i don't own a business. was A thing I started to spread Halloween joy. So I don't have money to pump into it and spread the word. So I put the calendar out a month ahead to also help it just organically find an audience.
0: With all the drama that always surrounds, that seems to always surround Inktober. I appreciate the drama less -less of Halloween. And
1: (laughs) I don't like. I don't follow a lot of people's other stuff. I see that the drama you're referring to. um, Yeah. I, I all i've asked anybody can sell art books you can use the name drawloween all you want i just ask that people just you know refer back to my Drawlaine, like hey you know just, at drawloween
0: just, just make me a citation That's just a, let me know yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah like use any if you can make money off of your art please do it because we need more of that in the world and uh, i just i just want a little tip of the hat that's all
0: <laughs> you, you sound like a uh bill finger when he was just asking for it just put my name on the comics just
1: <laughs> yeah it doesn't have to
0: be a big thing i just want to yeah. just let just let people yeah. know where this co- came from yeah. and i'd be okay <laughs>
1: yeah yeah
0: um it's it's interesting because uh in previous years like the first year i did it i would Throw in some pop culture, and then Mm -hmm. in later years, I'm like, you know what? If I do make a book of all my Halloween drawings, I don't want any kind of worry of getting sued by any big company, so I've steered clear of doing actual pop pop culture characters. Um, and I've I've done I've been successful with that. This year, because Halloween is so canceled, (laughs) well, Mm -hmm. not canceled. It's going to be different. Everyone's stuck in their home. Uh. I don't do any planning like I know you're saying that you have the draw theween list it'll be up in September yeah um I don't do any planning I wait until I get there that day and I start working that day I super I think that
1: appreciate that yeah
0: I love art improv and I mm-hmm. like it that it's so fresh in my mind that I see it right there and I have to do this if, um,
1: if there was a way that I could do that realistically and say like okay every night at midnight boom here's the prompt nobody knew yeah. and have that actually work that'd be fantastic uh i just don't think i have that reach power money <laughs>
0: but then you would deprive us of uh uh you deprive us of all the artists that make really gorgeous yeah. colorful uh perfectly yeah. finished artwork
1: <laughs> i i i was torn on that stuff at first because it's like these people worked on it a long time but also like oh why 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 say no to something you know yeah it's, if they follow the theme and they put a lot of work into it, like, great, cool. Um, that is a prompt for today. Excellent. Let's let's share the spooky.
0: <laughs> I know. I, I, I think the first time I started doing art challenges, I was more like, uh, hey, you've been working on that all month long. That's not an art challenge. You're supposed to do yeah. it daily. But as I see, like, all the artwork, I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Any kind of Anything that inspires artwork is a good thing. I don't art, care yeah. who, <laughs> how you follow the rules. It doesn't matter to me.
1: Yeah, that's um, that that growing up. I'm the same way. Where it's like, um, ah, stop saying no, say yes more.
0: <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah. Um, this year I'm going to do it differently because in previous years I've done really spooky, scary, uh, mm-hmm. sketches. This year I'm going to clean them up and they're going to have nice, solid lines because I want, and they're going to be less scary because I want people to and kids to print them out and color them because I want to do anything I can to get people to have something to do yeah. during October.
1: I love that! That's awesome.
0: So that's what I'm planning on doing, just because, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I am, and that's why I'm going to do a show for Question Crunch on Halloween, just because I, uh, I want to do anything in my power to keep Halloween going, because a lot of people are depressed
1: mm-hmm. and sad,
0: and it's really difficult to uh, organize your celebration if you're depressed and sad. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but you're very political. And I love your art. And I, mm-hmm. I, uh, I think that's what made me such a big fan of you was you. when I saw Drawloween, I was like, cool. I love Drawloween. This is amazing. And I saw that you were associated with it. And I clicked on your name and I saw how political you are. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're my kind of people. All right. <laughs> and I feel like that happens often where I don't know who,
1: yeah. who
0: the person is until I see them post, uh, oh, I hate Trump. And I'm like, cool. We can be friends now. I need to be friends yeah. with you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Shout out to The Majority Report and David Pakman on YouTube. <laughs> big, uh, <laughs> seriously, they're a big, big part of uh, opening my eyes up to stuff. Dave, David Pakman's very uh, well measured and balanced about stuff. And The Majority Report is, uh, is just really smart about everything. It makes a lot of sense. And he's got an open, uh, open challenge for libertarians to call in and debate him and hearing libertarians call in and abate him like oh <laughs> stuff clicked <laughs> uh, so yeah majority report and david pacman on youtube
0: i am going to check these these yeah. uh are, are they two separate youtube accounts
1: yeah well so they're both podcasts but they've got i i watch their youtube shows um I watch the majority report most weekdays. And then David Pakman, I kind of catch clips. And they both got Twitch streams, too, that they, they stream on. So they sort of aggregate news from a progressive standpoint and then uh, let me know what's going on in the world so I don't have to watch, you know, a cable network. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, uh, I don't want to actually watch any conservative talking yeah
1: well they're good because they'll they'll like bring that point of view into the fold um because i i think it's important to know what's going on on the other side and and see how people are thinking and framing things and as stuff has gone on we do see more and more uh people on the other side of the aisle who are sort of bailing a little too late for my taste honestly but you know, it's important to see that because the change needs to happen on on that side.
0: Uh, it's it's important to show that you can change. And show, yes, even 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 late change. I'm like, I want more people to know this that you yeah. don't have to stay the same.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I, I I'm a firm believer in people. Um, you should change your point of view when presented with new and challenging information. You know,
0: I uh, completely agree. And yeah. uh, uh, have you seen the movie Box Trolls?
1: uh it was a claymation i think i did
0: I th- that, that was uh, a like yeah.
1: yeah i think i saw it yeah
0: one of my favorite things about that movie is that they they say that uh if you can change for the better and it mm-hmm. doesn't this isn't actual dialogue in their movie but uh, the message i got from it is if you can change for the better mm-hmm. do it it's yeah. not that hard you can actually change yourself yeah. you make you that's an actual line for the movie um, but I, cause like a lot of people are under the impression that, oh, I'm perfect as I am. So I shouldn't have to change for anyone. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's cool. You know, you, 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 should accept you for who you are, but, but you can change.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, what do you think Ted Cruz is dressing up for Halloween? Uh, as a human. <laughs> as a human. <laughs> but he doesn't um, even know what that is. So why would he?
1: <laughs> I mean, so as I've thought about everything, if you had to ask me, Alex Jones is a plant by shapeshifting Republican slugs, right? <laughs> like he's here and he's like, "Oh, all this stuff is crazy, it's nonsense." Blah, 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 blah. And we're like, "Oh, Alex Jones, you're insane." But then all this other stuff's actually happening, but because it's not as radical as Alex Jones is saying, everybody's letting the shit slip. Um So like, I have this idea, you see like Ted Cruz from here and he's human, but underneath it's just like the slug with 80 hands. Um, It's just kind of like always writhing. Um, Yeah. I don't, I don't know. And I don't care about Ted Cruz. Uh, Nobody I know likes him and the man still gets votes. I don't understand it. (laughs) Everybody hates him. The people who vote for him hate him.
0: Really? Like, (laughs) I...
1: <laughs> because they'd rather have him than a liberal <laughs>
0: oh my god we're just like ah oh, ted cruz is awful but he's red yeah. so <laughs> yeah yeah Yep. that is depressing yeah um i think that's funny that you mentioned that yeah yeah it, there's a lot of crazy shit that goes on in the world and alex jones if you got him to talk about it
1: that would be well, weird well he's like he's like oh there's a there's a a child trafficking ring in a basement that doesn't exist and then, like, hey, Catholic Church, like, yeah. there's actual things going on. And everybody's like, no, 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 we're looking at the pizza place, though.
0: Or, like, and, if, oh, it, if Alex Jones was, like, a um, – uh, Epstein, yeah, right? Voter voter suppression is going because uh, Trump is attacking mailboxes.
1: And yeah. Like that,
0: that's a thing that's happening. <laughs> like...
1: Yeah, yeah, but no, 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 let's talk about the frogs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. any, uh, sort of sneak peeks you can give us for your Halloween list? Uh,
1: I, th- I think I mentioned it earlier. Uh, we're going to go with seasoning of the witch. Oh yeah. Um, I've got, so it's interesting. I have a lot of non-English speakers, uh, who will hit me up and ask me about translations of prompts. Uh, a lot of folks from Mexico. I get a lot of folks from Russia and Belarus, interestingly <laughs> enough, um, I've had some South American um folks write me and I'm like, ah, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure how to translate, so I'll have to go into Google Translate and do the best I can. Um so uh I, I'm nervous about a couple of prompts because I'm worried they might be a little uh American-centric. Um but I've got two uh reality show related prompts. Um uh what other secrets do i have um i i've got one or two prompts on there that are less i want you to decipher this prompt and more i want you to kind of go wild with it so it's like gotcha. uh, yeah it's sort of like make your own concept uh, instead of trying to do what everybody else is doing
0: i so. think my favorite part about you saying that you have a uh, translation issues is that um a lot of people have told me that Halloween is such an American such a United States holiday. Yeah. I like hearing that other people across the globe are, you know, celebrating Halloween.
1: There was <laughs> one 2015-2016 I had like an urban legends and yeah. I was getting like southeast asian myths in my inbox there is one that's a ghost that's a woman and from her abdomen down is just exposed guts and that she kind of flows and and trails and i was like oh shit this is rad (laughs) because i was expecting people to do like the Mothman and the chupacabra (laughs) but like no cool half half intestine woman neat
0: (laughs) i remember that was that was my first year was 2015 and i remember i did this uh what the hell is that name of the monster it was like this weird flying thing in New England or it was in the Northeast and it has like an oct- a big beak and like big wings. And it's like, a si- it has only one eye. I forget what it's called. It wasn't jabberwocky No, it wasn't that. It wasn't, uh, I don't know. But uh, no, I, 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 specifically remember that because I looked up different urban legends because I didn't want anything that I already knew about. Cause I yeah. like learning stuff. Mm-hmm. I like exploring. I'm a, you know, I'm a journalist. So I wanted yeah. to find something I've never heard before. Um, I recently heard about this new—not this new mod. It's not new, but it's new to me. Uh, this one monster, and I think they're in where was it? Chile. Um, because I I did a comic where, and this was also an urban legend or a myth or whatever. And I was looking up uh fox snakes. Um, because I wanted to make a joke about. Fox news reporters being a snake. Mm -hmm. And I looked up this mythical creature. Well, I I Googled Fox snake and I was like, Oh wait, no, that's an actual snake. That's a Fox snake. No, I don't want an actual snake. And so I put snake Fox and I found this mythical creature. And I was like, really? And what it is, it's, it's a serpent that looks like a Fox. I was like, perfect. That's That's exactly what I want. (laughs) Uh, But no, that's cool that you're getting uh, more global uh, urban legends. I like that. That's, it's
1: it's pretty interesting. I'll notice like it'll I'll have like a chunk of uh questions in Spanish and then I'll have some Russian Eastern European blocks of language that I'm like I have no idea what this is and but it's cool it's 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 really neat seeing people on the other side of the globe do takes on an idea I had it's it's super weird super interesting I'm, I'm glad it's affecting people uh outside of my sphere
0: I feel like you're kind of tricking the world into celebrating Halloween everywhere.
1: I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Which I'm, I'm i I I think is perfect. That's great. That even if they're uh, even if their celebrations on October are not as commercialized as mm-hmm. our Octobers are, um, you're still like, oh, here's an art challenge and it's called Draw Halloween.
1: <laughs>
0: I bet you can guess why.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's cool. That's uh because you're you're pretty much if they are devoting their October to your celebration, they are celebrating Halloween yeah, all month yeah. long, <laughs> which I'm all for. Yeah. Uh, I know. I've had some friends who are saying that, like, "Oh man, Halloween shouldn't be one night, uh, because there's so much that I should do that I can't put it in one night." I'm like, "You're doing Halloween wrong."
1: Yeah, it's a whole <laughs> month. In my head, that that veil between worlds starts on the first and closes on the first so you've got a whole month of that uh, spooky stuff it's just strongest on the 31st
0: i've had so many halloweens this year um because i had a what was it i had uh, quarantine a ween
1: Mm -hmm. uh
0: then i had half a ween Mm -hmm. and then i celebrate summer ween yeah (laughs)
1: gravity falls
0: (laughs) I uh, I haven't done it yet, but I really want to make a watermelon jack o' lantern. I just mm-hmm. always forget to do it, and that's kind of depressing because I love watermelon. <laughs> and I love Halloween. So why I haven't I done it? Because that sounds like a delicious idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: have you celebrated any of like the uh, mid Halloween Halloween celebrations, or do you keep it strictly to October?
1: Um, no, not this year. I haven't. Um, so last year. I, uh, for the first time ever, I watched all of the Friday the 13th movies during the summer. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'll do spooky stuff, but I'll do, I'll I'll do timely spooky stuff. So like in the, (laughs) in the spring, I'll watch the fog. Yeah. Um, and then in summer I'll do Jason movies. So it's more of, uh, adapting the mood to the season or in like, so midsummer in the spring, you know,
0: uh, that, i think that's perfect so like yeah. a, a trick-or-treat stays in october
1: mm-hmm. yeah i think it's like it's it's like ice cream right like i would eat ice cream every day but then it gets less special so you have to change your dessert
0: <laughs> i agree completely because uh while i had a lot of mid halloween halloweens uh-huh. um they all have their uh, they ha- they all have their own flavor like when I yeah. did Halloween mm-hmm. I made sure to use a lot of pastel colors and make it really uh yeah. <laughs> focusing on bunnies and eggs
1: <laughs> yeah well so I used to do to kick off the summer I would have my my spooky uh like tiki party yeah it was actually one of my prompts one year was doom lagoon and doom lagoon is the name of my my creature from the black lagoon like tiki party every year so that's always kind of like a surf swamp monster jam that I do. I just thinking to do it this year. Oh, ah, yeah. yeah. I that. mean,
0: you could you could do a Zoom. <laughs> was it? Yeah.
1: There's something Doom, about Zoom Lagoon on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> There's something though about the smell of of like my ties and and sunblock, um, and then like the cold AC blowing while the uh, gods reef gods from the black shores playing in the background or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that, uh, that was a very vivid picture. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to your party, but I'm like, oh, ah,
1: yeah.
0: I miss the smell of sunblock on everyone, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds gross, but uh, uh, it, it does. It's a really key ingredient mm-hmm. to uh summertime celebrations. <laughs>
1: That's
0: right, yeah. Um, did you watch a um, uh, what was it? Scary things to read in the dark.
1: I can't believe i have Scary I've been stories to tell in the dark. Oh my god!
0: Yeah. The movie. Pandemic's weird on your brain, and I haven't had coffee today, so this is ridiculous. <laughs> Scary stories to tell in the dark. Have you seen it? Did you see the
1: movie? I I did see the movie. I saw it in theaters. I did too. Um, I loved the visuals of the movie. I think correct. It, it so. If I remember right, the movie starts off and you hear on the radio they're talking about the Vietnam War, I think. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay. All right. There's This is going to be interesting because why would you talk about the Vietnam War and then never address it later in the movie? <laughs> and then they did that. <laughs> uh, it felt like it could have been a lot more than it was. Visually, it was great. I loved it. It felt like it was trying to do that Goosebumps movie that came out with Jack Black. Um, which was fun and it's all right. All right. And had a lot of that, that one felt like it had at least a little more, uh, understanding
0: of what they were trying to do.
1: Yeah. 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 Yep.
0: Cause I, I really did, uh, that goosebumps movie was better than it had any right. To, I, I was surprised yeah. at how much fun that movie was. Yeah. Um, I feel like scary, scary stories to tell in the dark. I have a hard time complaining about like, I don't think it's that good of a movie yeah. But it's so visually gorgeous. Like yeah. when they're when they're riding their bike through the town, and you see mm-hmm. all the all these colors of autumn, perfectly done. Yeah. It's like you you look at any of the shots on that movie, and you pause it. It's a poster. It's gorgeous. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, working in the haunted house industry, and working on props. Well, I'll watch movies like that specifically for the handiwork done because they use practical special effects. You know, so they'll build a suit on somebody. Um, a lot of those shots reminded me of uh, Crimson Peak, Guillermo del Toro's yeah. Haunted House movie. And so, yeah, you have somebody in this like partial prosthetic that's kind of walking down a hallway. It was like, oh, that was great. Cool. That was worth the ticket price. Yep. Uh, we'll wait until <laughs> the next one.
0: I'm a huge fan of practical effects. And whenever yeah. it's in a movie, I'm like, oh, you already got me. in the, yep. You already got me in the audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, I'm glad you compared it to Crimson Peak because, like, uh, um, I feel like a lot of Guillermo de Toro movies, whenever I hear people talking about it and they say, oh, that movie's not scary. And it's like his movies are more of a gothic fairy tale. Um, they don't necessarily have to be a horror movie. You're not you're not there to, you know, to jump. Yeah. You're there to enjoy the story that's being told.
1: I'm a big believer in knowing the kind of movie you're going into because if you yes. go in thinking like, oh, it's gonna be like, a, what was that, a House on Haunted Hill, where it's like, oh, I'm expecting like a bell to crush somebody's head and you know, an Iron Maiden to pop out of a wall and like, no, it's not that movie at all. It's slow paced and it takes its time and it builds attention and there's little clues and like, man, I love it. <laughs> you just got to know that's what you're stepping into. I saw Drag Me to Hell. Mm-hmm. With
0: someone who does not know Sam Raimi. Oh no. And they were very confused. <laughs> they did I not can... like that film at all. Uh, they're like, they... why was the goat talking? And I'm like, don't worry about
1: it. <laughs> yeah. It was... I I had a similar thing. I saw the new Evil Dead with somebody who just had no idea what the fuck was going on. And they're like, that was a really weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a really
0: odd experience to yeah. uh, to watch Evil, the new uh, Evil Dead, and like having to explain what happened.
1: Yeah, That <laughs> was good though. That oh, was so good. Can you
0: give us a back back to your projects? I know we were oh, talking yeah, about yeah, horror yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. And I could talk about horror movies forever. We're both spooky fans, so I think we can have <laughs> yeah. a long episode just mm-hmm. talking about movies. Um, but can you give us any kind of like maybe uh, a possible date for your uh podcast? Your uh the radio show? Oh,
1: uh, 103 on SPKY? Yes. Um, we are recording the second half of our next episode this week. Um, let's see. We're coming up on September 1st. I'm hoping we'll have an episode out before the 1st of October um, of the Necrona Comedy Hour. But there's eight episodes you can binge right now uh, on that website. Um, and then we're trying to get them up on YouTube. Uh, the first episode's up on YouTube right now um so hopefully soon next couple i'm weeks. definitely gonna catch up yeah i, I was looking it. at all your projects and
0: uh i i saw that you are also uh you recently started doing a web comic that uh i need more of
1: uh, well so uh spook troops is what you're referring to yeah so spook troops is it's that that's my project i've been working on forever that everybody's like when are you gonna finally do it um I've actually, I don't know if you can see, there's a puppet of the main guy back here in my <laughs> I office. can't see it. Um,
0: <laughs> Unless it's like, holy hell, you have amazing green lighting? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was just a green light bulb from the...
0: Yeah, but that made everything look like it's in a comic book.
1: Oh, maybe I should keep it like that, then.
0: Right? Look at us. took all day cool getting shadows. the black light mounted.
1: <laughs> um, so Spook Troops is a concept I came up with. It's about a man named S.J. Winston uh, who has a haunted pair pair of coattails. Uh, He understands ghosts aren't scary and mean, they're just misunderstood and they've been away from the other side too long. Um, So he works in helping ghosts get back to the other side or if they don't wanna go back to the other side, he makes them comfortable or offers them work. So all of his technology is ghost powered. And he's got a program called the Spook Troops, where he's got three uh, kids, Becca, Oswald, and Olive, who help him uh, as spirit guides. Uh, And so it's just like a little passion project. It's like part Archie, part Scooby-Doo, part Tales from the Crypt. And it's just sort of my thing I go to in my free time where I uh, I just want to draw something. Creepy crazy, and where you have free time. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I I work on too many things and don't get enough done. I'm guilty of it.
0: (laughs) I think that most artists are super guilty of that. Yeah, uh, no, that's really cool. I love the idea of having uh, telling people that ghosts are not necessary. I like the idea of helping people with where they are,
1: yeah. Um,
0: that's a really, I think it's an important lesson to teach, and especially with uh, the idea of how much uh, ghosts, the, the the whole story of ghosts is just the, a lot of them are really upset and there's the unfinished business yeah. and just the idea of people helping them finish their unfinished business is really rad.
1: Everybody's always hunting and busting ghosts and SJ Winston was like, well, maybe we shouldn't understand them. <laughs>
0: It's funny that you say busting ghosts and then Winston.
1: Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so S.J. Winston actually was, uh, I named him after Stan Winston. Um, so it was like an allusion to special effects guru, Stan Winston. Nice. Yeah.
0: Um, do you read the Ghostbusters comic book? Uh,
1: not regularly, but I do have a copy of Ghostbusters meet Ninja Turtles (laughs) that I bought myself, uh, a couple years ago. Uh, uh, one of the artists of the uh, Ghostbusters comic follows Dralloween. Um Dan Shoning? Yep, Dan okay. Shoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I I keep an eye on it through him because I like interacting. Cool dude. Hey, Dan, if you're listening, what's up? <laughs> well, because
0: there's a, there's one comic book where uh, they go to a military base and there's like a general that's a ghost mm.
1: and uh,
0: Winston does his uh, diligence and he lets the ghost know that he's dead and explains the situation and the ghost the general actually does pass on
1: oh nice. they don't
0: bust him they don't capture him they explain shit it. and they help the ghost and like Winston there's this really sweet moment where Winston's giving him salute as he's mm-hmm. disappearing and I'm like that's gorgeous I love it yeah I dig that um, what words of what what words would you give to anyone aspiring to make I don't know an art prompt uh, to do something to celebrate Halloween like to be you
1: I guess <laughs> uh, just do it um, don't worry about what other people are gonna think about it um, nobody sees the world the way you do but you and so you're worried about other people are gonna judge it or worried you're copying someone and like that's not the case because nobody has been through the things you've been through um so put down the things you see in your head and share it with the world and that's you know that's what art's about is sharing your slice of reality with everybody else so just do it